Dear believers, one of the most trying times of my life was when I relocated to Los Angeles. And during this time, it was very trying because I didn't have a lot of money. I was broke, didn't have a lot of opportunity. So as I went on filling out job applications, the frustration grew and grew until one interview I went on and it seemed like I was about to nab the perfect job. It was doing what I love doing, which is helping children. Everything was good, the hours were good, the pay was excellent. It was only one setback though. I had to work every Friday from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m., which means that I couldn't attend Jumu'ah. So, A'udhu Billahi Minash Shaitan Rajeem. Of course, Shaitan, he came to me, and I started thinking, you know what, this is only six weeks, that's it. Just six weeks, I stack up my money, and then after that, khlas, I'm done. However, I was not in store for this six weeks, dear believers. This was six weeks of trying difficult times. The kids were so rude and disrespectful to me. The job was hard. It seemed like everybody was against me. And I was under immense sadness. Didn't even know where it was coming from, but I knew it was because I was missing Juma. And so after this six weeks was up, I moved on with my life and then they called me back. They said, Noah, we have another assignment for you. But I learned from last time, I said, you know what? In order for me to work this assignment, I have to take Friday off because I'm a Muslim. And this is the day that I worship my Lord. And I thought it was going to be this back and forth. I thought they were going to say, you know what, never mind. I anticipated this big clash. And the lady, she says, you know what, that's fine. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> you can have it off. You see, with a little effort in the way of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he eradicated my situation. Allah says in the Quran that we will be rewarded for our efforts. Allah says in the Quran, Allah says in this beautiful ayah, Indeed, this is for you a reward and your effort has been appreciated. SubhanAllah. Can anything be more beautiful? You know how hard it is in this dunya to be appreciated for our efforts. We work these jobs and we come in early and we stay late and we dress exactly like we're supposed to dress and we still don't get paid like we're supposed to get paid. Our boss still doesn't notice us. We still don't get that, that attention that we want. Not to mention in our relationships. A lot of relationships fail. Why? Because they're not appreciated. Not to mention myself, yourself. We can never pay our parents back for the sacrifice that they made to, to bring us along in this life. Our mothers carried us for nine months straight. Had to deal with the pain of childbirth. 
And I always tell people, can you imagine carrying something for nine months and you can't set it down, not even for a second? This is our parents, the believers. And we would never be able to reward them for the effort that they put in. We will never be able to make them feel all the way satisfied. And may Allah help us with that. But we know that Allah Azza wa Jal, He will give them their rewards and their efforts are appreciated. Even though it feels so good to get the approval of people, we're just wired like that as human beings. That's why on social media, they put that like button there. You can tap on something and put a little heart next to somebody's comment or their picture because they know when you see that heart and you see that like, it does something to us on the inside, scientists have said. Endorphins are released and it feels good on the inside. But we must not get addicted to that feeling because sometimes we think to ourselves, if I don't get that feeling right there, I don't want to do it. I remember helping one time after a religious event. I was so happy after this event. I felt so good. Good talk, good event, good family event. That I felt so much energy that I wanted to pick up all the chairs afterwards. And that's exactly what I did. I picked up every single chair afterwards with such zeal. But I noticed no one helped me. Not even one person. And Audhu Billah, of course, Shaitan, he came to me. I started thinking to myself, who do they think I am? They think that I'm just to help. I came here just to put the chairs up. And I started to get angry. But then I was reminded, why did you put the chairs up in the first place? Was it to get accolades from these people? Or did you do it for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? And this is the way we fix our hearts, dear believers. We fix our intentions. The Prophet says, The simple hadith. Intentions are but, actions are but their intentions. So even by the time we actually do the action, we get blessed for it. And we must fix all of our actions and make sure that we're doing them for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because if we do them for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah will make them easy for us. Allah says in the Quran, Allah says in this beautiful ayah, we will make smooth for him the path of goodness. We will make smooth for him the path of ease. If you are doing things the right way, the way you're supposed to be doing them, in the way of Allah, Allah will make these things easy for you. You being at this mosque right now is an example of that. Make an effort for your religion. Taking a shower, getting dressed, getting in the car, driving over here. Now your boss and your people who employed you know what you're doing on Friday. And they're all right with it. Why? Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made it easy for you. Because you put in the effort. And we must continue to do these things. Can you imagine back in the day being in the forest and being cold and not having any light? How difficult of a situation that was. And you had to take some leaves, you had to make a fire. You have to rub some sticks together in order to warm you up, in order to, to generate some light. But now look at us, dear believers. We walk in a room and flick a switch. We have light, we have heat. Sometimes it gets too hot, we turn the heat down. 
This is how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made this situation easy for in the insan, the man. Because we put in the effort, the believers. I knew a sister who didn't wear hijab. Not because she didn't want to. She didn't wear hijab because she didn't have enough religious clothing to wear to cover herself. So after a while, she started to get frustrated and she says, you know what? I'm just going to go outside. I'm just going to go to the mosque wearing the clothes that I usually wear. I'm sick of holding myself back from these events because I'm not dressed properly. And she went to the mosque. And some sisters started to approach her and say, sister, you're not dressed in the right way. Can I give you some clothing? And she says, yes. And the sisters started to give her clothing. And she accumulated so many clothes that she started giving away religious clothing to other sisters who needed it. Just a little effort, dear believers. Look how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala changed her situation. Totally eradicated her situation. But the thing about it, dear believers, if we make effort in the wrong way, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will do something different. Allah says in the Quran, فَسَنُوا يَسِّرُهُ لِلْعُسْرَى SubhanAllah. Allah says in the Quran, we will make smooth for him the path of evil. So if we are going about this world in the wrong way, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will open up that for us. If we are persistent in the evil that we're doing, the person who is trying and trying to pursue these haram relationships, over and over and over again, what happens to that brother? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes him a ladies man. Now he doesn't have to pursue the haram relationships. You know what? The relationships pursue him. He made it easy for that brother. The person who is into drugs, at first they have to go around and they have to seek these drugs. But then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala puts them around other people who are doing drugs and they just do them all together. Not to mention the basketball player who wakes up at 4 a.m. not to pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. No, to work on his jump shot. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes him a basketball superstar. And not saying anything is wrong with playing basketball, dear believers, but anything you put in the place of Allah will lead to your destruction eventually. We must know this. There was this incredible story about these frogs. It's a children's story. And these frogs were, had fallen into a hole. And so other frogs passed by these frogs. And they looked at them in that hole. And these frogs in that hole, they were jumping and they were jumping and they were jumping. And the frogs that were outside of the hole said to the frogs in the hole, stop jumping. You know why? Because there are some people who are going to come and they're going to rescue you and you'll be all tired. So reserve your energy. So one of the frogs, he stopped jumping and he eventually passed away. The other frog kept jumping. And the frogs around kept saying, stop jumping, stop jumping. They were jumping up, making a commotion. And eventually that frog, he jumped out. And when he jumped out, they asked him, why did you continue to jump after we told you not to? He said, I'm deaf. <laughs> All I saw was a bunch of you jumping and encouraging. And that made me jump higher and higher and higher. And that, dear believers, leads us to our most pivotal, most decisive way to make effort. 
and that's with our words. أكل قول هذا واستغفر الله لي ولكم وليس عيل المسلمين فاستغفروا فإنه هو غفور رحيم. إن الحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله أما بعد. The believers, it doesn't matter how old that we are. We could be 50, 60, 70, 80, 90, even 100 years old. However, we will still remember something hurtful someone said to us. And we could be even a young child. But this harm that they did to us with those words stuck with us our whole lives, far longer than any physical scar can. You see the power of these words, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he teaches us about it. Allah says in the Quran, أَلَمْ نَجْعَلْ لَهُ عَيْنَيْنِ وَلِسَانًا وَشَفَتَيْنِ Allah says in the Quran, have we not made for him two eyes? Have we not made for him a tongue and two lips? Look at this, they believers. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala put the, the tongue and the two lips in the same breath, in the same conversation as the miracle of sight. It is that important, dear believers, that we use this miracle in the right way. And if you heard me speak, I'm sure at some point you heard me tell the story about Brother Aaron. Brother Aaron was someone who came from Compton. He came up with Easy e he came up during a time where he had to hustle in order to make money on the streets. Until one day he was walking down the street right here in Long Beach. And he saw a group of brothers and he said to himself, those brothers are selling something. So he went over to the brothers to see what they were selling. But Brother Aaron said these brothers were not selling anything. They actually were giving things away for free. And that was life. They were giving dawah. They were teaching people about Islam. So Brother Aaron stopped and he listened. SubhanAllah. And after an hour of talking to these brothers, Brother Aaron accepted Islam. Allahu Akbar. And from that point, he was a staple in the masjid. Days that he didn't have a ride, we would carpool in order to come get him. Orchestrate ways Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made a way for him. Then after a while, Brother Aaron started to feel funny in his mouth. And he went to the doctor and they told Brother Aaron he had six months to live. And so me and the brothers, we got together and we said, you know, we need to document the life of this brother. His life should not be forgotten. So we got together and we made this three, four minute documentary on Brother Aaron. And we posted it to YouTube. And that documentary kept going up and up and up and views to it reached. It surpassed 100,000 views. Every single comment making dua for Brother Aaron. And after six months, Brother Aaron passed away. And the comments kept going. I pray for Brother Aaron to have Jannah for those at Allah, Rahimullah. I pray that he's all right. I pray that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgive his sins. Because the Prophet وسلم, said, one of the best things that you can have is a son after you pass away making dua for you. 
But how much of a blessing would it be to have someone else's righteous son making dua for you after you passed away? Not to mention Brother Aaron's son on the day of his janazah accepted Islam. So dear believers, this started with the word. So we must ask ourselves, do we have a word to give? A word that can potentially change someone's life, change someone's afterlife. I will never forget the call that I got from my sister. When she said, I'm turning my life back to Allah. And she made this decision, why? Because she started to reflect on the words that my father had told her. And my father had already passed away. But she was reflecting on these words that my father had told her. And it made her change her life while he was in the grave. So dear believers, we have children. And we may look at them and say, man, they're not getting it. They're not embracing this Islam like we know that they should, but keep giving them these words. Because we may see the change in them, or we may not. However, they need to feel it. They need to be it, they need to experience it, and we can't give up on this. We can't give up on this mission that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala designated for us to use his words. Not to mention the story of Bilal radiallahu anhu. He was a slave and everybody knows the story of Bilal. And he was made to, they pressured him to change his religion. So they put a hot boulder on his chest. And they told him, we'll take this off when you denounce that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is your God. And he wouldn't do it. He kept saying, ahad. Ahad, Ahad, which means one. He didn't know that much Islam. So he keeps saying it over and over and over again, and it tormented the people that were tormenting him. He didn't have an army. He didn't have a family that could come to his rescue. All he had was a word. And he fought viciously with that word. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave him victory because of that word. And we must fight this society, the believers, in a good way with this religion that we have. We must go out there and we must spread it as good as we can and not give up, not get discouraged when we see people not acting like we want them to act. Make effort with this religion in our lives against opposition because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will move mountains for us. Stay inspired in this deen. Push yourself beyond your limits. We pray that Allah makes it easy for us to make effort in his cause. We pray that Allah keeps us, keeps the haram away from us. We pray, we pray that Allah keep us in the habit of everything halal. We pray that Allah guides us, our family members, to Islam. We pray that Allah make our da'wah efforts successful and reunites us with our loved ones on Yom Qiyamah. We pray that Allah grants us Jannah Fardos Al-Ala. We pray that Allah make us recipients of the rewards from our efforts on that day of Yom Din.
Allahumma salli ala Muhammadin wa ala ali Muhammad kama sallaita ala Ibrahim wa ala ali Ibrahim innaka Hamidul Majid Allahumma barik ala Muhammadin wa ala ali Muhammad kama barakta ala Ibrahim wa ala ali Ibrahim innallaha wa malaikatuhu yusalluna ala nabi ya ayyuhalladhina amanu sallu alayhi wa sallimu taslima innallaha ya'malu bil 'adli wal ihsan wa ita'id al-qurba wa yanha 'anil fahsha'i wal munkari wal baghi ya'idukum la'allakum tadakkarun aqimus salah